on the last episode of Dice Funk. My character is a unicorn. Her name is Violet Skittles Unicorn. You're a dumb airheaded bumbler who's like fucking jacked. <laughs> no, she's just ignorant of human ways. Yeah, she has seen the sea many times. She's a sailor. The character I'm going to be playing, a human monk by the name of Drop. He's uh, a little unbalanced. Just about everybody near and dear to this person has died in, in some of the most spectacular ways. I'm playing Lavinia, also known as Vinny, because nobody wants to say Lavinia. And she is a dryad bard. She was a person, a human person. She died protecting the sacred tree. Alona, um, who is one of the goddesses of the forest, she brought Vinny back to life. Uh, but she brought her back as a dryad. Would you consider yourself frail? Well, because my two, my two dump stats, I think I'm going to put the four in wisdom. All right. Uh, my character, his name is Elias Valamin. He is an Aladrin rogue, uh, a rift formed in Mithridane. He took his chance, jumped in it, found himself in the ruins of a city in the material plane, and then went off with his inaccurate maps and outdated lore about the ways of the people in the material plane, hoping to find out more about what's going on in this world. Yeah, you just went from the worst character in the party to the best. So season one is called Stoneroot. Season two is going to be called Lorelei. Uh, for as long as you can remember, the waters have been rising. And the ship lifts up out of the water and into the sky. We're on an airship! So she's looking around. Is there a hat anywhere in the hold? Like luggage? Wizard's hat? It is bright pink. That is perfect. The only way to get out of Lorelei was an airship, because as the waters had rose, they had become home to more fearsome and more fearsome sea creatures, so that no ship could leave the sight of land without being dragged under. On the ship is a particularly interesting uh, magical properties or anything. It's hmm. strange. You'd think this most of it would be more high-tech, but you get the sense that this was a converted wooden ship. Almost suspiciously nothing magical about the inside. It appears to only be the sails, the engine, and the layer of gold along the outside. You're such a pretty horse. Help! I've been kidnapped! It's the Blackhearts! That name strikes fear in you, Lavinia. As you know for dead certain, that's the name of the people who killed you. By the way, Austin, did you enjoy my uh, Twitter trolling of you last night? W was that fun for you? Did I do something to you? Did I slight <laughs> you in some way? <laughs> no, it's just it was fun. I, uh, you know, I basically uh, for our listeners, uh, I gave Austin about uh, half a dozen other characters I could have picked besides uh, Violet the Unicorn. Um, they were also all great. I'm just gonna let you know, Austin, those uh, teddy bears and ducks I was talking about. One of them might be in season three, so we'll just have to wait and see, you know. So we're only on episode two. This is episode two of season two, the big two, two. Mm -hmm. So people might not be familiar with all of you and your characters 100% yet. Can we just run through them? Alphabetical order, Johnny, Lauren, Leon, Skitch, your name, your character name, race class. Hi, I'm 
I'm, I'm Johnny Maloney. Uh, I'm playing Drop, the clinically depressed human monk. I'm Lauren Morgan. I'm playing Lavinia, the dryad bard. Hi, I'm Leon. Uh, I am playing Violet Skittles Unicorn, the unicorn. She is a barbarian sailor uh, and uh, neutral good, I guess, if anyone cares. And uh, I'm Michael Skitschiano, and I'm playing Elias Valamin, the Aladrin rogue. And I just want to say for the record, if anybody is going to like start a wiki for Dice Funk or edit our TV Tropes page, those names that Leon keeps giving for his backstory are not canon. Yes, they like, are. Put it in the put it in the trivia section. <laughs> yeah, be like Leon gave these names, but Austin said in episode two they're not canon. Yes, they absolutely are. They... Every time you try to disagree with me, Leon, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the pokey rap over your pro- pro- protestations. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've just altered her name in my character sheet to be Violet Skittles Unicorn, so now it's, it's it, as canon as possible. So You said a bunch of things, but the only thing that er- the audience heard was Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Rattata, Pharaoh, Pidgey, Seeking, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly. Okay. <laughs> so I, don't, I, don't, I hope that's okay. I don't know your childish <laughs> 90s bullshit. What? All right, so. All right, are we, yeah? are we ready? <laughs> Lauren was trying to say something. Uh, no, I was just expressing outrage at Leon dissing the poker rap. Uh, is that the same outrage of, that we heard up above on deck, I think it was, that we landed <laughs> on last time? Segway! That is a really good segue. Before we start, I just wanted to ask you guys a couple questions, because we're still getting to know your dudes. Okay. Uh, one is, uh, have any of your characters killed anyone before? D&D as a game kind of assumes that you're all adventurers who are ready to fight to the death. But we're not playing like that necessarily. You can. I'm just curious because in your backstories, I don't get the sense any of you have taken a life. Not on pur- not on purpose. No. No, not in Elias' case either, so. Violet, Violet has lived a, a largely peaceful life, uh, although she is very capable of fighting. She just, you know, there hasn't been too much uh, reason to do so yet. Uh, I would say that Elias um, was trained in swordplay and such, just as typical things for Aladrins to be taught in, but he's never actually had to use it against anyone yet. Yeah, I, I assume Elias and Lavinia have like self-defense training. Obviously, Drop has monk training, and unicorns are born to be guardians of the forest, so they have like instincts. So, like, you all are capable. I was just curious if it had escalated to that point for any of you. I've, I've been indirectly responsible for, for people's deaths. <laughs> yeah, you leave a trail of dead, but not by your own hand. Well, no, I mean, there was there was that the, the one time in my character history where I accidentally led a pack of rabid wolves into the uh, um, <laughs> property of the noble. Because he was, he was so alarmed that he saw his hometown sink into the ocean. That he, like, ran to the noble's house and everybody was confused and all these, like, crazed, rabid wolves that were like, holy shit, our home is falling into the ocean, like, raided the place and killed just about everybody, so. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I don't know if that would hold up in court as okay. murder, but. No, no, maybe criminal negligence <laughs> leading to manslaughter or something like that, I, but no, no murder, you know. I kind of like the idea that, like, Drop's backstory is all these people kept dying around him, and that's why he's sad, but actually Drop just killed all of them, and he just says that's why he's sad. I think somebody, I saw somebody in the comments suggest that uh, Drop was secretly a serial killer. <laughs> oh, no. 
but we do know that his his alignment is lawful neutral, oh, okay. so that would be pretty hard to spin. Yeah, I guess that's true. Everyone he's killing is just they just broke the law. That's all. <laughs> the laws of nature. Oh my god, I'm I'm ready to uh, fight or stare no, down the uh, black the black hearts or whatever. Uh, <laughs> no fighting. <laughs> was there any other uh, background stuff you wanted to clarify before we started, Austin? Um, I mean, we have time for that. If you guys want to jump right into it, we can. We'll, I have a couple of things written here, but we don't have to linger. You you set the rhythm, man. This is this is your show, part and parcel this season. You get to be you get to be the man in charge of the show and the dungeon master. You're in charge twice. Do I though? Because I said when we started this, you guys can be whatever race you want as long as you're bipedal. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one. I'm not the one who didn't bring the DM hammer down. I don't know how. I don't. What can I do to Leon? I can't send him to bed without supper. <laughs> like Austin, if you literally said, "I'm sorry, but I'm 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 saying you can't do that," then I'd be like, "Oh, that makes me super sad." But it's your game. But instead, we just uh, we just like argued and sniped at each other about it until you said, "I'm not gonna say you can't," and then I, that was all I needed to hear. Like everything after that was just <laughs> bullshit. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're my favorite person, Leon. Good. Um, I'm ready. Like, let's do it. I'm really excited for this. You guys are all in the passenger uh, section of this ship, below deck. Yeah. There's screaming up up on the deck. Mm-hmm. There's a door float open. There's a gnome at the top. He has screamed down to you that the Blackhearts are here. Lavinia is the only one who recognizes that name. Okay, well, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, oh, no. <laughs> who are they? I've been in seclusion in a monastery. Are they like a pop group like <laughs> what's going on oh no it's that boy bed i've not heard about yet so that's the situation now everyone in the cabin with you guys looks panicky okay elias will turn to one of the nearby gnomes and ask i take it that is a bad sign uh it's about as bad as it could be buddy <laughs> Let's talk to all the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> this has become the Destroy Austin's voice cast. Oh, um, uh, Violet, you know, is has, was talking um, uh, to Vinny. Well, well, mind, you know, ha- horse talking. Uh, magic. Yeah, magic talking <laughs> to each other. Um, does, uh, does Violet notice that um, Vinny's expression has changed? Like because because of the announcement of the Black Hearts or what? Oh yes, v- Vinny has things to say. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to turn to Elias and in Sylvan because I don't think that the Black Hearts speak that, but I don't want anyone to know what I'm saying. I'm going to say to Elias, those guys are bad news bears. They fucking murdered me. Uh, and three of the player characters do speak Sylvan, so yeah. only Drop is unaware of what was just said. Uh, Elias responds, and like his eyebrows lift, and he responds to say, "Oh, that's them." Violet is super confused because "dead" usually means dead to her. Yeah, it's quite curious. Mm. You don't, you don't suspect they're coming after you. I mean, they wouldn't know that you're still alive, would they? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty famous, so uh, yeah, they could know. <laughs> well, if you. If you wish, I could try to head up on top and see what might be going on. Uh, no. That's a bad idea. Nope. 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 We're gonna hide. <laughs> we'll hide under a pile of gnomes. <laughs> We're gonna hide under the... <laughs> I, I, at least kind of looks around and then just says, 
if not going to be possible for us to hide everyone in this room, they're going to suspect something. Okay, um, I'm going to turn back to Violet. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know that she understood me. Like I know, but Vinny doesn't know. And so I'm gonna mm-hmm. mind gonna mind talk to her again. So, All right. I'm sorry you got kidnapped, but I got my own shit to deal with. So you can come <laughs> hide with me, or I can't help you. Violet just realized that there's a a frogman downstairs in the best hiding place. <laughs> um, that might raise suspicion. Um, Violet is is curious, so she kind of like. Not doesn't like charge upstairs to say "Hey, Black Hearts" or anything like that, but uh, she kind of like peeks. She wants to like get a peek of what's going on up there. So she just kind of like get, gets nosy, but you know she has a pink hat over her horn. <laughs> She's just gonna walk past Elias and the gnomes and try to go up the stairs to get a peek up yes. on top. That is, that is what that is what she has decided in all her seven wisdom to do. <laughs> All right, so uh, a bunch of gnomes give you weird looks as you walk across the room and up the stairs. It's not easy for uh, horses to climb stairs, but let's say you do it fine enough. Yeah. Um, you peek out up onto the deck, and you see emerging from behind a cloud, uh, because it is very cloudy. You are, once again, I will remind you, 10,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a, another airship peeking out. It looks similar to the one that you're on in the sense that it's the sails are made out of some kind of different material and that there's some sort of gilding on the outside of the hull, but it also looks as if it has been changed in some ways. You were blindfolded when you were brought on, right. so I'm not going to give you much more than that. Right. But you you do recognize there is one single airship coming out from behind a cloud in front of your ship. Okay. Um I guess Violet would not know if there are say cannons on our on our ship. So, um, mm, she's done looking. Uh, she, she goes back down. She's had enough of this. She's not going to be the one to greet the Black Hearts. Um, she comes down and with uh, Magic Mind Talk uh, explains um, to Vinny uh, what's up there. Um, I'm going to go back to Elias and I'm going to ask you, okay, Elias. Yes? C- can you go look after all? <laughs> Please? Fair enough. Please, please. I've never seen. Uh, I'm assuming. What are these? Are they pirates? You said, or what are they called again? I don't remember much about them. The Black Hearts. Uh, Elise is. Before you finish talking, Elise is writing down something in one of his journals. The Black Hearts. I've never seen them before, so I don't know. If you would like to know, Lavinia, there is something in the game called a history check. That's for you. Uh, roll a d20 plus your intelligence modifier. We actually have a wide, as she's looking it up, we have a wide range of experience with tabletop. Lauren has never played before. This is her first time. I've played in a couple of campaigns. Leon, a, a bunch. Johnny, many. And Skitch is like the expertist that a human can be at this. Like Elias, um, do you mind if Elias tries to tap into his own reservoir of knowledge about this sort of stuff? With probably some penalty imposed because, well... He hasn't actually heard of these folks before. Um, so, Leon, you just rolled a d20. Was that for a history? Yeah. Uh, um, Violet rolled uh, a two. Uh, and, mm-hmm. of course, she gets minus two. So, really, she 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 not only does not know uh, <laughs> who the black cards are, she's just, like, befuddled because that zero is bad. Leon, Lauren, and Skitch all rolled for this, and they got a zero, a six, and a six. Okay, let me... 
<clears throat> I'm, I'm also going to roll with history as well. I may as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes! There we go, right there. Yes, this is great. A zero, a six, a six, and a two. This is the worst. <laughs> this is very bad. We're getting our bad rolls out. Take care of first. I'm going to um, take a moment to talk to the gnome who said, It's the Blackhearts! And say... Hold on one minute for your guys' history checks. Yeah. So... For Lavinia's backstory, because she was killed by them, she did know a little bit, but because of her poor role, when she tries to recall, she is suddenly struck by a blinding headache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the details become fuzzy somewhat. Everyone else, you are you. You think this is probably cool? You probably think they're like spice merchants or something. I, I mean, like uh, Leas is basically like the Blackhearts. Well, listen, I I obviously don't know. I don't have anything in my books about them, and the only way I'm going to find out is by going up there and getting a look for myself. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, it should be fine. You probably think they're harmless. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like approach the gnome that wandered in and said, "It's the Blackhearts," and say to him, "Um, so these Blackhearts, if they conduct business in any way that their name suggests, could you tell me about them, and then something terrible will happen?" <laughs> the gnome uh, begins to speak to you, but he is interrupted by the sound of three explosions from the direction of the ship. And you can see from the top of the stairs where that gnome is, three objects moving in the direction of the ship you are currently on. Okay. So, those noises... Yeah? (laughs) They're not supposed to happen, are they? The gnome throws himself down the stairs (laughs) to get away from the incoming objects. Okay. Violet is, like, afraid afraid to talk. So she uh, asks uh, Vinny through Magic Mind Speak, um... Ask a gnome if they have weapons, like cannons. Uh, they just shot three cannons at you. No, no, we, we, we. Do we have oh. cannons? Do we have cannons? Because, because uh, she, she would. Uh, Violet knows about you know how to how ships work. This is flying and everything, but she would know about you know how to fire a cannon. I, w- I would think. Yeah, Lavinia was on deck, and she did see that there were cannons up there. They are not like um round projectile cannons. They're more like um. Like spear guns, almost. Mm-hmm. Harpoons? Harpoons, yes. Speaking of which, three harpoons just slammed into the Glitter Gold Nine and embedded themselves in the deck, and you are, your ship is now being reeled in. Mm. What What's attached to the harpoons? Can I see from my vantage point? Yeah, sure. There, there looks like there are three ropes. Uh, there's three metal harpoons that are dug into the deck, like they've gone most of the way through and are anchored in. Mm-hmm. One seems to have punched through like deep into the ship okay and they they are trailing back to the blackheart ship so they're they're ropes not chains yes correct in that case violet's going up there i'm gonna chew through the ropes all right i'm gonna grab onto Elias's sleeve and follow because i feel like this is my responsibility now <laughs> all right strength do i do a strength check or i don't know what my teeth count as sure all right i'm gonna try <laughs> i'm gonna try to bite through the rope like, cause that, what else can she do? She doesn't have a sword. I could use my horn, but it's it's not so much sharp as it is like curly. My last strength check was great. This will this probably will not be sixteen, which is good. Yeah, you start like ripping at the rope with your teeth, and you're making progress. You get the feeling that you will get through it on your own reasonably quickly. Like you're going to do that. Okay, that happening. Cool. It's going to occupy you for a moment, but that's... all right, I'm gonna mutter to myself. Um, that at least we'll all get a few seconds of free, of beautiful freefall with a like beautiful sunlight over the ocean before we all die terribly, and draw my sword and approach the nearest rope. 
Uh, and Lilius will draw his scimitar and approach the third rope. All right. Chomping it. So you're going to be so mad at me, but how, how, I wanna, if I want to give bardic inspiration to somebody, how do I do that again? You expend one bardic inspiration. You just say you do. You're playing a song, and someone will get a d6 that they can spend on a roll. Okay, I'm going to give uh, bardic inspiration to Skitch. Okay. All right. De- describe that to me, because he just ran up on sh- up, up onto the deck with his sword, and yeah. you're just following behind, jamming. <laughs> nice. You're just like, Jason Derulo. I'm just singing like a little song <laughs> about how cool he is and how he's going to break through the rope. Uh, yeah. And that's about it. And I'm really excited that the horse is here. That's in the song, too. There's, there's, there's like MLG air horns blasting in the background. <laughs> yeah, we both like <laughs> yeah. automatically just magically get sunglasses. Like We look really cool. All right, so I'm going to need attack rolls from Johnny and Skitch. All right. Um, in this case, I can only apply that D6 to the attack roll. So That's not great. Nope. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> it was double crit there. I rolled a natural 20 plus a natural 6 in the D6. Wow. On that scimitar roll. <laughs> it exploded. Drop swings with very little enthusiasm, and the sword kind of glances off the rope, not doing much. Um, <laughs> but Elias, surrounded by holy magic from Lavinia's just fantastic shredding. She's doing some, like, Ingwe Malmsteam shit on that loot. <laughs> Elias just blasts it. Like, <laughs> it's like some Dragon Ball shit. It's good. Trying to think of like one of the various oh, which which soul caliber character am I thinking of the one with the 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 Chinese sword sort of antics. Uh, but yeah, just just like the scimitar just goes like through, and it looks like he did nothing. Then this, the rope drops and separates. Yeah, it's very anime. Yes, these are these are ropes meant to hold like whales. You assume because mm-hmm. like they would shoot them down into the water, and that that they're very strong and resilient. But you just make it look like fucking string cheese all right so we got one down and i'm apparently going to be able to chew through the second one but we still have one more so uh maybe Vinny. in that round because that's all happening at once people are scrambling people are running (laughs) yeah uh you guys are being reeled in by the other ship so you're getting closer and as you get closer the rest of you who have more familiarity with the glitter gold nine can see the ship that's coming towards you you can see also that the sails, which are made of the same material as yours, have been painted black, mm-hmm. and the symbol on them is a clawed hand holding a heart with an eye in the middle. You can see that the gold gilding on the hull is very tarnished and dull, as if it's been in service for a long time. And you can see on the ship where it says, on your ship, it says the Glitter Gold 9. It has been scratched out. It looks like it read Glitter Gold 6, and it now reads simply Zavala, Z A. V A L A, and it's getting closer. Okay, I can't do it. I'm I'm just gonna continue to chew until it snaps. Yep, you are currently engaged in that. Okay, cool. I whisper under my breath that that symbol had better be a colloquial greeting of hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also the ropes that you the one rope you cut is actually being retracted back, and it seems like you see you can start to see figures on the deck that seem to be reloading that. Oh no. Hmm. Is it possible? It's possible to see the people on the other ship at this range, or are they too far away for us to see them? Perception check, my dog. Ooh, ooh. Of course, uh, I actually have uh, proficiency in this. Nope. Historically, this is a very bad idea, but I am gonna need some fire near me. I tried to do perception as well, but no. 
Yeah, both Sketch and Leon tried Perception. They both they got two and four, respectively. Oh. So you guys accidentally poke yourselves in the eye. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't botch. At least I did not actually botch. Oh, how? <laughs> with a minus three. Even with a minus three. She rolled a 16. So when you look up at the ship, Lavinia, you see it appears to be three figures for the three cannons. And they appear to be small, squat, round, and weirdly twiggy arms and legs. It's almost like a circle with very stick-like arms and legs. Very strange. They're (laughs) Pac-Men. Exactly. Uh, you also notice uh, a lot of gnomes running. Like Most of the civilians have run below deck to hide. There appears to be like one or two that are supposed to be in charge in some way. They have the gold armor and they have swords, but they do not look confident. They're basically cowering. Okay, cool. So that's a no on the fire. I don't have any ability. And nobody has responded to you. The only one currently with magic is Lavinia, and she does not have that kind of magic. It doesn't need to be magic. That's true. Just the regular kind will do. Yeah, but I don't have a I don't have a torch. Anybody? Or like flint, <laughs> or like a mag a magnesium strip on me. I literally have a hat, and, and, and the rest of me is naked. Austin, can I recall seeing anything like a torch or candles down below? I just want to point out quickly that as far as anyone is concerned, Violet is just a horse helping, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can just deal with it. No, it's not traditional to keep open flame on the ship, and you have not seen any. Mm-hmm. Because remember, uh, while there is uh, some strange uh, changes that have been made to the ship, it is still a, a wooden sailing ship yes. at heart. Yes, yes. So, it's just, yeah. you know, I thought maybe <clears throat> somebody might have like a tinderbox or a lantern or something in case it got dark. You probably, because you all have your packs, right? So if you want to take some time to unpack your shit, you can probably find Flint. And stuff to make a torch from your... Although although I apparently do not. So this is kind of on you, guys. Violet is not helpful right now. No, no. Violet Viol- Viol- is helpful. She is eating uh, the, the problem away. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, uh, the reason why Elias doesn't find this particularly weird yet is because he's assuming that the reason why the horse is chewing the rope is because Lavinia told it to with him not knowing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Sense. He knows that she can talk to animals, so... Okay. Uh, and and uh, Elias will spend this uh, time attacking the third rope of the th- uh, with his scimitar. Yeah, run upon that fool. Okay. Well, that's a... The, well, no, it's, thir- it's, a, it's a 17. It's just the math is screwed up on the addition there, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you typoed, but you rolled a 17. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you cut... Was that the one? Yeah, you run up and just cut the one that Drop was dealing with, like butter. Mm-hmm. You're basically showing everyone, <laughs> showing everyone up bad. That's you know again. Uh, I have not fought used the sword in combat yet, but he's been really trained how to look like he knows how to use a sword. Very <laughs> fancy sword work. All right, so we got we got two down, and my mother rope is being chewed. Yeah, as the second rope goes slack and slides off, and you can see it being retracted and reloaded, uh, you can see one of the figures, Lavinia, because you uh-huh. were looking, the roundish twig-like figures, grab onto the rope that Violet is chewing and try to slide down it like a... Zipline? Ziplines. Ooh. Yeah, like a zipline right as Violet snaps it with her teeth, and it goes slack, and that figure goes tumbling off into the sky did did uh, violet's head was down while this was happening did she notice that this person fell or did she not notice that this person fell do you want to notice no 
<laughs> All right, you do not notice that you have just murdered that figure. First death of the campaign. Let's give everyone a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Violet, Violet is awesome, but but completely unaware. Violet uh, gets out of it and, th- and thinks, I helped. Uh, and then just kind of like wanders back to the crew. Not, 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 not the crew, like the ship crew, like our party. Yeah. Elias looks to Lavinia and says, hmm, commendable work getting, uh, getting the horse here to assist us. She's the bravest horse I've ever known. <laughs> yeah oh it seems like your guys' actions have emboldened several of the guards you see uh somebody come up from the cabin holding a spear and also wearing that golden armor it seems like you have your you're spreading bravado around hell yeah by tackling this head-on but you do notice that just the the drift of these ships is bringing them closer together still and those cannons are being reloaded so hmm mm. I'm trying to think of a way for Elias to try to come up with a plan to counteract the uh, the harpoon cannons from the other ship. But the only deduction skill I think I have is investigation. I'm not sure if investigation would be appropriate to do this, even though it is listed as a deduction skill of sorts. I mean, you could certainly try, but I, I have honestly no earthly idea what I will make up. <laughs> He, needs, he, he wants the Sherlock Holmes a solution to this problem he's in. And he's, eh, it's a 12, so. Um, you look around and you notice that up on the back of the ship where the captain is who's driving it, the person, the, the gnome up there seems to be paralyzed with fear and is not doing anything. Um, as soon as Elias spots that, he's going to make a beeline up to uh, the person driving, the, the controlling, guiding the ship, as it were. Violet follows, but really just out of curiosity. She's done her part here. Vinny's going to follow as well, because she's scared. Okay. Uh, Elias sort of, he, he approaches the, the gnome and sort of, and he sort of says, you there, what's your name? Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm Captain Park. Captain, it is important for you to keep this ship moving as fast as you can, so we can escape this chase here. It, nobody outruns the Black Hearts. Nobody has yet to outrun the Black Hearts. Perhaps now is time for you to be the first. Oh, but uh, we have to turn around, and there's no, there's no time. They're coming right for us. Hey there. Hey there, little gnome friend. Hi. Hey. He- hello. Hey. Vinny gives him a leaf. <laughs> Austin, I just want to say at this point in time that I have fished a, a torch out of my pack. Yeah, that's totally cool. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, hey there, guys. Uh, this, this doesn't seem appropriate time for, okay. for this display. Of... You can make the ship go fast. I believe in you. I believe she's making an analogy, implying that as leaves grow, so will your capacity to achieve greater things than you would ever expect. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, For the record, so we didn't really talk about um Violet's sailor background. We kind of left it. Yeah. I've been thinking about it as like the forest that you were a guardian of. It's kind of like the Amazon. Like there's a river flowing through it yeah. and like ships come and go and you like oversee them. Like you don't have hands. So you can't like do ship stuff. You can't like tie lines or like raise sails. But like you have a you have a lot of knowledge of ships. That's what I'm giving you as a background. Right. And you, you feel looking at the situation that there is a very slim window that you could outmaneuver the ship, but it would take somebody very skilled. Well, that that would be me. Um, is, is is this gnome not doing shit? It's he seems to still be hesitating and confused. Did you want to roll a persuasion on that, Lavinia? Um. And, oh, she rolled an eleven for her persuasion. The gnome does not seem to be uh, taking to your. He just seems very confused that you handed him a leaf. Violet sighs, whips off her pink hat, and says, <laughs> "I got this." 
and takes command of the ship. <laughs> she says that in common? Yes, in common. And and takes command of the ship. Uh, I was go- I was going to make you like fight the gnome for control because he is the captain but upon seeing your horn uh he faints dead away good <laughs> nailed it that's what that's what Lavinia says um i basically i'm uh, basically uh violet takes command of the ship i don't know I'm, i can't like picture the you know what's in front of me like levers and wheels and shit but what but she understands what to do is what i'm trying to say you have vehicle proficiency yeah. so if you would like to roll d20 plus two which is your proficiency bonus okay to Pull some too fast, too sky furious shit on this. Twenty one. <laughs> too fly, Jeff Goldblum. You do this. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Sketch seems like it wants to say something before you pull off this dank Vin Diesel bullshit. Uh, Elias is going to be slightly, well, marginally shocked at what happened here, um, and then try to assist um, by just do either following the unicorn's lead. Yeah. Or being receptive to well instructions from it if it if she uh, says anything towards him. All right, so you guys are getting ship ready. Yeah, the unicorn reveals herself, steps up, grabs hold of the wheel, and spins it like a badass. I presume that I can see this from where I'm standing. Yeah, you guys are all there. Okay, I'm gonna point at at um, at Violet, um, the unicorn, yep. and yell, "My God, somebody stabbed that horse in the head with a rock." <laughs> Uh, I, I feel that nobody does, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, nobody does what? Nobody's going to stab me in the head with a rock. No, no, I said, my god, somebody stabbed that horse in the head oh, with I'm a sorry. I, rock. I heard you wrong. My bad. Yeah. Alright, so you spin the wheel, like, sh- Jason Statham up in this bitch. Sure. <laughs> Transporter 6. Uh-huh. And you you take the ship at an angle, it looks like you might be able to escape from yeah. the Blackheart's based on their pursuing angle, but they are still there, and there are still a lot of gnomes freaking out. You actually see two of the guys in armor and spears run up the stairs, uh, shocked at what has just happened. All right, do they see me? Oh, yeah, they're coming for you. <laughs> they're coming for me? I'm the one saving them! You don't know their intent, but you did just hijack their ship for as far as they know. All right, and then Violet says, Don't be alarmed. I am a unicorn, and I will save all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone should be very like uh, surprised, and also like. Um... In response, I'm gonna I'm gonna yell back to I'm a unicorn, and I'm going to save all of this. I'm gonna yell, I half believe you. <laughs> all right. So you want to roll persuasion there, Violet? I guess. <laughs> I feel like like unicorn. It's like, pff, of course we should trust the unicorn. Why would anyone not trust the unicorn? Eight. <laughs> In fairness, you seem like a pretty shifty unicorn to me. <laughs> I bit through a rope and took and saved us from the black hearts. Yeah, but you were wearing a hat. It was beautiful. <laughs> I've I've never ever ever had a good experience with a horse and a hat before. Okay. The two gnomes get up to you and they, they aim their spears at you and they they say, "What are you doing there, weird horse?" I'm saving us. Look, look, I bit through a rope, and then we cut the other ropes, and now we're we're drifting away. We're Tokyo drifting away, in fact. So what, <laughs> so if you could just, uh, you know, slow your roll here. I got this. By the way, this is like the way I would say it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not doing a voice, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Every persuasion check you make that doesn't use the voice, you get disadvantage on. 
<laughs> fine, fine, fine. I am a unicorn, and I you can trust me because by very nature we are good creatures. Uh, for that voice, I'm gonna say they seem to lower their their spears a little bit. Good. Like they're still clearly puzzled, but they also just heard your your melodious oh yeah elocution, and they they dug it. Okay. Um, the ship is turning to chase. By the way. Okay. Elise is going to once again uh, reach into his repertoire of stock quotes from the book of adventures he's read and just sort of leans in and says now now men now is not the time for conflict or bickering now is the time for action we can get out of this situation just yet and then he sort of like turns his attention back to helping the unicorn and not really asking any questions yet as to <laughs> why this unicorn even understands how a ship works Okay, uh, if, if, if uh, Elias is helping me, uh, uh, my unicorn uh, turns to him and says, Hi, my name is Violet Sc- Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Rattata, Pharaoh, Pidgeys. And that's canon now. So I would just need your assistance. I don't believe that's a canon. I think that's a wheel. <laughs> you, you just, you hush while I'm talking. And just, and just help us get out of this. And that's all I say. <laughs> I mean, in canon, what you said was, hi, my name is Violet, and then part of the poker rap, so. <laughs> uh. Okay, Vinny's going to use another bardic inspiration, and this time give it to Violet. Yay. I'm going to start playing a really awesome song about the dankest unicorn ever. All right. All right, I mean, he already he already hit a 21 on this vehicle proficiency, so rolling again might actually fuck it up. I'm not rolling anything else mm. until <laughs> until I absolutely have to. Right now, I'm I'm spinning wheels and pressing buttons. That is all I am doing until we are safe or until something else happens with the black hearts. Can I use investigation to try to deduce how parts of this control panel here operates, if anything? Uh, sure. Seventeen. Oh, oh. Seventeen. Uh, you you get a look at the ship stuff and you see some buttons and you think, oh, maybe that's helpful. And based on your seventeen investigation, which is very good and very lucky for you. Before you push the button, you realize that might turn the engines off. Yes. yes. Uh, at least it takes a moment to make a note in this journal. That button would turn the ship off. <laughs> Got it. And puts the journal away. I'm so, so upset that you didn't botch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, right, right now, guys, the Zavala, which is the name of the other ship, is behind you. It is not gaining any distance. You guys are getting away based on that crunk ass roll that violet made but it's <laughs> keeping up with you okay. and also you don't know where you're going okay well i'm going i'm just going uh wait a minute wait a minute well violet does not know where she's going because she, she had a bag over her head and she doesn't know actually where this ship is going but um mm -hmm. she she so she turns to um uh, lavinia and says where are we going anyway i don't know if any of you are keeping like a notepad for like mission notes <laughs> yep. or anything but like number one with a bullet is escape the Lorelei region so you don't all drown. So that is where you're going. Okay. Just out away, far okay, away. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, that would uh, would Violet know if I'm if she's supposed to go east, if she goes supposed north, or what? That would be uh, a nature check. Okay. I would assume. Okay. Just to use the sun and stars or whatever to try to figure out. Okay. Lauren. To escape the water, we must go deeper into the water <laughs> itself. No, dig up. Um, uh, 12. Yeah, I mean, the clouds are obscuring most of the landmarks, 
and you don't actually know what time it is and you were also below deck for a while so like you're not super confident but you think you might know the basic direction that you need to head but the zavala would catch up to you because you turned hard <laughs> okay away from the direction you were going so like you think you know but it's also dangerous okay you would need another vehicle proficiency to try to make that you know that turn they do in the too fast too furious shit Look, I've never seen those movies. I'm just making. I'm just. I'm just. Ma- I'm just saying quotes. Are you gonna drift this airship or not, Leon? I feel like I already did. But uh, all right, wait a minute. I, I have. Um, I got magic proficient. Like she. She sang a song or something. So that means like what exactly for my for my for my next roll? You're gonna roll another d6 and add it to it. Okay, so I'm rolling my d20 plus two. That's just. You do it plus d6 actually, and that'll actually add it all together. 13. <laughs> That's not great. It's, it's above average. Yeah, so using your pretty slick skills, you do a, you turn in, basically, to try to get back on track. Mm-hmm. And the two ships, they don't collide, but they scrape <laughs> against each other as you try to bully past it. Okay, oh, can I, can I see them? Can I see them since we're scraping? Yeah, exactly. You turn in, they turn, and there's this really dramatic moment where you're pushing your ship past their ship and your decks become parallel and you can see onto the ship and you see two figures who are standing at the cannons. Mm -hmm. They are round and they have an eye in the center of their roundness. They they appear to be completely made out of metal and their spindly arms and legs uh, also appear to be made out of metal and they don't seem to have heads. Like there's just a central circular bit. Can they hear me if Violet screams? Yeah. And those are the two that are at the cannon okay. that you see, but but they're not the only people on the ship. Okay. Those are just the two that are the closest to you. All right. Vi- Violet screams, back off or I'll ram your ship again. I meant to do it. I am a unicorn. <laughs> I say all of those things. The uh, the metal circles do not answer you. Okay. But you do see uh, three more figures emerging from below deck. These are different. Very different. What do they look like? Uh, they're, they're not close enough. You guys are going to have to make perception checks if you want to see. Ah. Seven. Oh look, the perceptive one actually perceived. So Johnny, you is that a perception roll for you? That was a perception roll, yeah. Okay, everybody roll perception. We got thirteen, seven, four, and nineteen. So the three of you are only focused on the little metal orb guys who are at the cannons. But drop, you do see three figures emerging from below deck. There's a lot going on with them. So <laughs> it's gonna take me a couple seconds to explain this. This is all happening in slow motion. Yeah, you guys are like sliding by each other. It's like super dope. Um, but the the metal the guys with the eyes, the round guys, they're just staring at you. They don't seem to have like any personality or sentience. Mm-hmm. The three figures that are emerging from below the deck are doing so quickly, and they're actually running uh, as if to jump onto your ship. Okay. You're the only one who notices this, right? <clears throat> do you want to do you want to describe them to me, or are they just running? Okay, so I will describe them to you momentarily, but you just see three figures running out, and they're running towards the ship. So if there's any time you wanted to do anything about that, that is now. Okay, um, I'm going to scream out very quickly. Um, I think they're just about to board us. Maybe you want to do something? Violet is, Violet is preoccupied, so this is kind of on everyone else at this point. Uh, Elias will hear that and switch from his scimitar to a rapier as he's rapidly running over to rendezvous with the uh, perpetually depressed monk on deck. 
Yeah, I want to position myself in such a way that I'm I'm prepared to confront the boarders uh, from the direction of the ship. I'm also stowing that torch that I had out away, but I still have my sword out, so. If I want to do a spell, can I just do a spell? If it's if the casting time is one action. How would you know? Just tell me what the spell is. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it whispers? Yeah, I think that's a, that's immediate. Okay, um I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Two. Like, to the 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 does it have to be just one person? Can it be just the dudes running? Only one creature can hear. Okay. Violet, you are at the helm of the ship. Mm-hmm. We got Drop and Elias coming to meet the boarders, and Vinny is gonna stay back but help with magic. Yeah, I'm not gonna cast yet, but yeah, I'm gonna stay back and help with magic. All right, so here's what happens, folks. The two ships scrape past each other. You guys look into the cold, dead eyes of the metal orb men as they stare lifelessly, and as their ship slides away, and you do lose that ship based on your sweet maneuver. Three figures jump aboard your ship. They look like bad news. Bad news bears. The first one, the leader, clearly they're standing like in a V formation, like some Super Sentai shit, is a goblin. Oh, jeez. Why is he so much bigger than the rest of us? He's not. I'm just resizing it. <laughs> this is not cool. Now he's so much smaller, really, because Sephiroth's head is... He takes up the same amount of space on the board. <laughs> Shh. Don't acknowledge the visual element. No. <laughs> All right. This goblin is standing in the front of this formation. You know what goblins are? They're smallish, greenish creatures. Mm-hmm. You also notice that it's a little bit cold up here. Or maybe even a lot of it cold. The Lorelei region is somewhat like tropical, temperate. Mm-hmm. This guy is wearing a big ass pimp coat. Like red mm-hmm. fur does not seem to be made for a goblin. He seems like he got it somewhere else. Who knows? Uh, like you can't even see his arms because he's like swallowed by this coat. That's the one that's in front. You, there, you notice something else. He has what appears to be a sword handle sticking up out of the neck shoulder region. There's something off about it, but not, no one can tell at first glance without some rolls. Second figure is a bipedal hyena. This is called a knoll, G-N-O-L-L. This creature, if you guys know anything about hyenas, much like gnolls, the female is the bigger, and this one looks female. It is very large and looks pretty dangerous. Uh, The strange thing about it is that gnolls are usually covered in like jewelry and bones and gore and scars. This one seems to be like taken care of. She doesn't seem to be, like, must or, like, uh, body modded in any way, which is strange for a knoll. You also notice, because it is cold, she appears to be wearing a, almost like a lab coat. Hmm. It's, a, it's a big, heavy coat that's open in the front, but instead of, like, some kind of underwear, like armor or something, you see what looks to be, like, bandages wrapped all around the abdomen region. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the way samurais do. Mm-hmm. They have, like, those bandages around the chest. That's what's going on with this figure. And then the last figure is entirely done up in light lightish armor no skin showing and the armor has a dragon motif the like the hands and the feet are clawed the plate on it looks like scales there's a cape which is like split down the middle to suggest wings and the helmet is basically like a dragon's head and there's no skin showing on this figure i'm just going to call them the dragon pirate Hmm. those are the three figures who have boarded your ship goblin knoll and dragon pirate and they look no bueno mm. i'm busy making sure we don't fall out of the sky so like yeah you are you were not in this yeah as far as anyone's yeah. concerned presumably they're they're all armed and they have like i mean do they look ready for combat 
The goblin has, a, you see a sword handle coming up from behind his back. There's something off about it that you can't tell. The knoll looks unarmed, although giant fuck-off teeth and scary razor claws. Mm-hmm. And the dragon knight has claws on the hands and feet, but does not appear to have a obvious weapon. So mm-hmm. it's weird. There's something off about these guys. Violet yeah. says to the two gnomes in armor, hey, go help. Uh, one known turns to you and says, I, 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 I heard they let you live if you surrender. Oh my god, is that all you can say? I'm doing persuasion. I'm doing persuasion to uh, to get them to do that. I'm so used to my having like so, super high charisma to do these kinds mm-hmm. of things. but now I, This is your bad stat now. Yeah, I know. This is, this is the worst one I could do, but it's all I got. <laughs> Two. I persuade nothing. <laughs> the, uh, the two gnomes throw down their spears and raise their hands. Uh, Elias has his rapier drawn and is sort of has just trained on the goblin in front of him and simply asks, what is it that you three want from this ship? The goblin uh, conspicuously does not answer you. Uh, The knoll kind of steps forward and speaks and says, "Uh, please, please, please surrender. We don't want to hurt any of you. Uh, I'm going to roll insight on on the hyena just to gauge whether it uh, it sounds sincere. I'm trying to see if there's an ulterior motive with mm-hmm. the hyenas, uh, with what it's saying. Ooh, I can't tell probably either way. You think she's trying to sell you bubble tape? <laughs> uh, he rolled a five. <laughs> yeah. uh, Leah's just sort of cants his head a little bit. like, you don't want to hurt anybody, but those, those harpoons could have easily hit someone by accident and caused significant harm to them. Austin, I'm going to take an insight check, too, on that. Yeah. 14. You think that the Knoll is scared, is as scared of this Breaking Bad as you are. Okay, Vinny's gonna scream down from where she is over by Violet. What happens to everybody if we surrender? Uh, the Knoll says, uh, we'll, we'll take you someplace and we'll leave, we'll leave you. We just need your ship. Oh, they, they just want our ship. That's someplace, hypothetically. Would it be someplace that might be underwater soon. Everything's going to be underwater soon if we don't get your ship. So, yes? No one can leave. Vi- Violet, I, I want to do a thing. Violet looks to the two gnomes who have who clearly do not want to fight and says, are you able to keep this ship flying for the time being while I go down there? I don't know if you're proficient in that. The, the gnome says, uh, I can hold a wheel. I don't know what to do besides that, but... Okay, um, how do I put this? Vi- how far away, like, in feet is Violet from the knoll? Uh, far. She's down on the deck of the ship with Drop and Elias. You're up at the top where the wheel is. Okay, because I have a badass action that unicorns can do that Austin says I am apparently allowed to do, that I, but I need I need 20 feet to do it. Um, oh, I, just don't, I just don't know if we're about to fight. Uh, Elias does not approach or, or really... He holds his sword in a way that indicates it's a defensive stance. In fact, mm-hmm. it looks like a formal sort of like he is formally trained in fencing. Mm-hmm. He regards the uh, the null and says, "By that, are you saying that no one can leave this ship? Are you talking about how no one can leave this region? No one can leave Lorelei. Have you tried?" Uh, at this point, the goblin seems to be getting very agitated that this conversation is still happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Sorry, uh, um, 
Yes. Yep. Here comes that classic Leon bravado. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> Violet has uh, had approximately enough of this bullshit, uh, mm-hmm. and I want to do charge. Now, here's what uh, apparently I can do. Extra. I get extra damage, but I, but before I can do that, I have to actually hit. So, what is my D twenty plus for? Uh, just like um, it's your attack, dog. It's written on your sheet. All you're doing is getting a running start before you slam your horn into someone. Oh, okay. To plus four. Got it. Got it. And uh, who who are you attacking? The knoll. I don't like him. Her. 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 Sorry, I don't like her either. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh my gosh. So she is she. <laughs> I'm charging. It's done. This has happened. The die is cast. I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 but I'm also standing in the way. I thought that's my thing. No, I'm. I can. I can. I can move around you. It's fine. I'm a unicorn. Violet, let's go of the wheel. One of the gnomes grab it. You charge down the stairs. Everyone turns to look at you because what you're doing is crazy pants. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you just run up and charge, and you plant your horn directly in the chest of this knoll. Cool. Right through her, right through her bandages. Okay. Uh, roll the damage on that. Okay. Now, according to this, I get two d six plus two for my regular damage, but because it, I had mm-hmm. that running start. I also get more. So let me just calc- do some calculations and shit here. What he means to say is, let him just get Austin to do some calculations. No, no, I can do it. <laughs> 2d6 plus, hold on, 2d6. Wow. So, neutral good means charging and attacking an unarmed creature who did not initiate a fight. Yes, they did initiate a fight. They tried to, they're coming to get us. They, they, sma- they, they are sky pirates. This guy is darn carnage and he has to die. Wow, that's... Boom. Not very good, but 14. 14 damage, and what's the save on the charge? Because you knocked me prone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In order for him to uh, save from being prone, uh, he has to uh, succeed on a on a 15 strength saving throw, or be knocked prone. Although, since he's on the side of the ship, I assume he'd just be knocked off. But that's up to you, Austin. Well, there is a railing, and she wasn't, you're, you're she wasn't directly up against it. That's true. Yeah, so I'm going to save. 24. Yeah, you you're, you're, you took it in the chest, but you're you're standing. Plus six. You're standing. Plus six. Yeah. She, she has a plus six bonus to her strength. Mm-hmm. You, you ram your horn into her chest, and she, like, no-sells it, basically, like, slides back like an anime <laughs> with your horn into her chest, and there's, like, blood pouring out. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty bad scene. Cool. Luckily for her, she already had Band-Aids in that area. <laughs> Austin, why do I get the impression that the end of this season, it's not going to be called Lorelei, it's going to be called, like, an anime? Yeah, that's yeah. Listen, guys, there's there's many influences in this pot. Violet says, "Get away from my friends." Aww. Aww, what? Just for the record, I'm not entirely certain I'm friends with this horse. <laughs> and, 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 and Elias is confused by it calling him uh, friend. You're part of our crew now. Well, Vinny's down with it. The knoll looks down at the horn in her chest, grabs it, pulls it out, takes a couple steps back, and then drops to a knee and starts crying. Good. The goblin steps towards you. Okay. Uh, and as he does, you see that the, what's up with the sword handle. Mm-hmm. It is uh, not attached to a sword on his back. It is plunged into his neck <laughs> in a downward manner, as if the entire blade is inside of this goblin. It looks pretty cool. 
if you say so. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. This goblin walks up to you and it's small. Like a unicorn is a large muscular horse and a goblin is a tiny creature, like four feet maybe. Yeah. Not a lot of muscle, kind of spindly. Yep. As he approaches you, he rolls up one of his sleeves, mm-hmm. his sleeve on his right arm, which was covered in the pimp red jacket, the fur. You think probably like a red panda or maybe a fox jacket. Sure. Rolls up that sleeve and you see the goblin's hand, which is tipped with large claws, sharper than a goblins usually are, but that's not the most noticeable feature. The most noticeable feature is that, is that the arm from about the elbow down is blood red, as if it had been dipped in paint. That goblin is going to use that arm to seize you by the throat. Strength contest, Leon. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to get advantage on this for reasons which will maybe be clear eventually. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Oh, shit! <laughs> 24. Yeah, I can't. I like literally can't do anything. Can no, I can't. it's over. <laughs> the goblin lifts, lifts you up off the deck by your neck and dangles you over the side of the Glitter Gold Nine. <laughs> Could use some help here, friends. You are dangling over. There's the knoll is weeping and the wind is rushing by you. Elias is going to turn to Lavinia and, and yells at her, Vinny! Yeah? Can you help her? <laughs> He says as he points over to the the knoll. If I use my shit, he'll drop her. If you help her, he might not drop her. Oh, oh, I still have... Okay. You guys are having this conversation out loud. Yes. So they hear you. Yeah. And the, the Dragon Knight hisses in a strange feminine voice and says, Bring out everybody from below deck and no one else will be harmed. Let's just do it, guys, guys. I'm 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 putting my weapon away. And kind of, you know, posturing in a non-aggressive stance, we'll say at this point in time, and saying, Are we giving up? Listen, I don't know the weird rock horse very well. (laughs) (laughs) You are dangling over the edge of this boat 10,000 feet in the air. I want to remind you, Violet. Okay, well, Violet can't really speak right now because she's being choked. So she's just kind of like, "Uh." So you you you, you guys can decide whether or not we're giving up. But this seems like it might not be the time to make rash decisions. I vote we surrender. Maybe we could talk. The the dragon pirate did give you directions. Okay, Vinny's just going to start going downstairs on her own to try and convince everyone to come back up. All right, anybody going to stop her? Is that what's happening? Elias is going to regard the, the dragon pirate. Can I at least check to make sure that her wounds aren't severe? I'm saying that to the 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 dragon pirate, the the third figure of the three, as he as he sheathes away his sword. The dragon pirate nods. Elias just takes this moment to approach the the knoll to check on her uh her wound. She seems hesitant. Just uh, just literally just raises a hand, sort of in a a non-confrontational gesture. We don't need anyone else to be hurt right now. Please trust me. Wait, what are you doing? Medicine check or? Um, either medicine or investigation, whichever you think is more appropriate. It's a wound, so medicine. Okay. Don't have any particular benefits here, but I'm just examining. I'm not doing anything to fix it. So. You're just eyeball, eyeballing it. Yeah. Yeah. You kneel down and look at the wound because the knoll is kneeling on the deck. Mm-hmm. And you see she has a bloody gore wound where a horn was rammed into her chest. Mm. You're With your bad medicine check, you're not really sure what's going on in there. But you think maybe you see something that doesn't belong. It's you're not sure. It looks weird. Like there's some weird veins and stuff going on in there. It's 
You don't know. That's a bad check. You rolled a four. I, I, I'm aware of that. Yes. Uh, There's a weird situation going inside that that animal. Yeah. And she kind of like nervously like puts her hands over it and just says it. It it's okay. It's okay. And then Elias just looks up to the knoll and then follows up by asking, "Was your ship damaged while you were trying to leave Lorelei?" Uh, the the goblin who is holding Violet over the expanse of death. <laughs> Shakes her, uh, as if to make a point. I think they want you to back down. Hey, can Vinny come back now? Yeah, L- Lavinia, you come up from below deck, leading the gnomes and various passengers. I don't think you have to shake the horse. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you've, made, you've made your point pretty clear. Are you saying that to the goblin? Uh no no we'll 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 avoid saying that to the goblin. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna go over to the knoll. All right, you lead everybody up on deck, then you go over to where the knoll and Elias are having an awkward conversation. <laughs> Meanwhile, the the dragon pirate is basically telling everybody to get down on their hands and knees on the deck and just like submit. I have I want to do a thing. Uh oh. I want to use a spell. Cool things. I'm gonna uh, use cure wounds. You just walk up and cure wounds it. Yeah. All right. No. Wow. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh no. You're gonna well, kill no, him. No, no, no. It's just, it's just, it's just a weak heal is all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You walk over and put, you put your hands on the knoll, and the wound, just a tiny bit, like barely perceptible, begins to close because you rolled a three. Uh, like you saw it, but it doesn't look great. And you also see that there's something wrong with the wound. There's like something moving inside. Yeah. The knoll looks up at you and says, uh, "What's your name, child?" Uh, you can call me Vinny, I guess. Vinny, you look so familiar. No, I don't. Oh, oh. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen such a large pup before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad some of you tree folk have such good senses of humor. I have not been lucky to run into many. <laughs> Uh, she she kind of struggles to her feet with her hand over the the hole, which is not doing great, but which you guys both tried to help with. Mm-hmm. She says they call me Doctor Sherry. Um, I'm gonna turn to the goblin and say, can, uh, "We did all the stuff. Can you can you put my friend down now?" Uh, uh, the goblin turns to you, <laughs> somewhat rudely, drags Violet back onto the to solid ground, drops her on the ground, and, like puts a foot on her <laughs> pointedly. She's on her side. I would like to get up now. You're going to try to struggle underneath this? Uh... He's pinning you to the deck somewhat playfully. Like, he doesn't actually expect much. I would like to get up. All right, strength contest. <laughs> I'm going to remind you I do get advantage on this. Uh... <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm sorry, it's just what she would do. There's no way she would just be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm good here i'm good uh, double 27 <laughs> i'm actually gonna roll an attack against you <laughs> so you try to squirm from under her his grasp he turns and 24 he just punches you square in the head and unless you want me to roll this damage i'm gonna say violet is now unconscious that's fine Otherwise, we're going to be dealing with a potential death scenario because you were just punched with his uh, terrifying-looking blood red. That's fine. The goblin's hand. Look, Violet, Violet isn't going to make great decisions. She's just going to make funny decisions. Mm-hmm. She, she's... Uh, uh, 
Elias sort of glances over to the uh, the dragon pirate, or well, dragon emblem pirate. What I'm not even sure what type of creature it is. Yeah, to be honest, I'm I'm a little confused as well. Could you describe what the giant dragon pirate is? Yeah, sure. I mean, you can't tell what species it is. There's no skin showing. It's right. wearing full suit of like lightish armor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It is a dragon motif, basically. Like the helmet looks like a dragon's head. Like the armor is in scales, kind of like uh, overlapping scales. But there's nothing showing. It has a cape. Elias will just Elias will try to ask other pointed questions. Uh, what makes you think that this ship has a better chance of leaving Lorelei than yours? You say that to the dragon pirate. Yes. The dragon pirate doesn't answer you. It definitely heard you, mm-hmm. uh, but doesn't answer you. Doctor Sherry S H E R R Y. In mm-hmm. case anybody's curious, says uh, you probably want to stop asking questions. Uh, you're making you're making. She like gestures at the goblin. She says you're making him very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, um, ma'am, doctor, ma'am, can yes, flower child. Oh my god, they just said don't ask questions. <laughs> I think that the Null seems to like you. <laughs> no, I'm totally down with like making a lot of like really bad decisions right now. So mm-hmm. let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say, can I? Can I ask one more question? <laughs> sure. I promise it's the last one. Sure. <laughs> okay. I want to know why we can't. You can. Why can't we just share the boats? Why can't we all just be on the boats and go together? There is tons of room. I'm not saying this in character. I mean out of character. There's like a whole deck. She says, it's not about room. No one can leave. That doesn't help. <laughs> she says, believe me, you, you don't want to know anymore. And at this point, you guys also see that uh, the Zavala has caught up and is like pulling aside because no one is trying evasive maneuvers. So it's like pulling alongside and you see the little, I mean, to, to out of character, they're, they're robots is what they are. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on the deck of the other ship. Violet is dreaming of rainbows. I would just like mm-hmm. that. I would like that to be known. As you dream of rainbows, Yo. A, a final figure makes its way up out of the hole. Mm-hmm. There is a dazed and confused frogman <laughs> <laughs> with a large bruise across his face, and he looks very uh, bewildered by whatever's going on. It seems like he maybe just woke up and found an empty ship. <laughs> And he has an apple in one hand and a feather in the other. Good. See, I, I kept him fed. He looks. He comes up above deck and like looks around and like calm. Like you know when old like eighties movies when dogs would do double takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happening. Does anybody else want to do anything? The robots are boarding your guys' ship. They're carrying what appears to be lengths of chain. I'm sleeping, so I got nothing going on until I wake up. Nighty night. I'm just gonna sigh audibly. Yeah, drop. <laughs> I feel like this is a patented give up moment for you. Yeah, pretty much. This is this is like, uh, why did I even bother? I'm gonna go back to uh, where uh, Elias and Drop are because I'm scared, and I'm gonna whisper to Drop, "You're part of our crew now." <laughs> Chain gang. I don't know you. <laughs> All the player characters are near each other, and I, you're all like uh, kneeling on the deck. Uh, the goblin and the dragon pirate disappear below deck as the the robots are like walking around chaining uh, you guys all to each other. There's like several different groups of chains because they're not. It's not going to be all one long one. So you're like in groups on chain gang groups, hmm. and uh, the robots are doing that while Doctor Sherry is kind of sitting there like holding her wound. She does not seem pleased. 
she's actually like by you guys. And the frog is chained to Violet. Oh. <laughs> Elias looks over to Dr. Sherry and just, Sir, I do apologize for the persistent nature of my questions earlier, Dr. Sherry, but as you might can tell, I'm not from around here, so I'm very unfamiliar with what might be happening at the moment. You picked a real bad time, elf boy. I just imagined you saying that while flipping your like giant, beautiful elf hair. <laughs> like, I'm not from around here. I was really hoping to go to the various cities I read of and try the the interesting foods I've read of in my books, but now it seems like that might be uh, a foregone conclusion. It may be escaping my grasp. Ain't many cities left. She seems sad. Have you ever been outside of Lorelei? No. I was born here, and uh, I reckon I'm gonna die here. She's southern now, I've decided. <laughs> Do any of the gnomes say anything? I basically just want to hear you do the voice again. <laughs> this sure seems like a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. Gar, dash, gar, this is the worst pickle we've ever been in ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least just sort of like gives a soft set nod. It's like, I'm very far away from home myself. I suppose I should be appreciating that as a luxury as opposed to... Uh, being stuck where I was, was born. Then he's gonna give Dr. Sherry a leaf. <laughs> she looks at it, puzzled, and says, This leaf looks familiar. Oh shit, why are you doing that? <laughs> it's a symbol of friendship. <laughs> Is it from your hair? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna say your hair it re- resembles the leaves of the spiral of Lorelei. And she looks at it and she says, I swear I know you from somewhere. I don't think you do. Or maybe you heard of me. I'm a really famous bard. Famous? What did you do? I, I played good songs. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> oh, oh, Sainin. What have I gotten myself into? Uh, Drop. Mm. You, you, uh, you're sitting by the frogman. He is chained to Violet, but yep. he's like sitting by you because the chains have like some flexibility. Right. And you... You see that they've taken his apple, the robots, but they have not taken his feather, and he is, like, doing something with it. He's, like, manipulating it in some weird way. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna uh, whisper to him as quietly as I possibly can. Is that gonna help? Because, I gotta tell you, I'm not really into prolonging suffering so much. <laughs> the frogman rivets at you? He does not seem to be speaking any language you can understand. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. You see the feathers start to glow faintly? I'm going to, like, shuffle away from him a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, does Elias catch sight of this at all? Of the feather glowing? Perception check. Okay. 13. 13? Yeah, sure. You catch a, you kind of catch a glimpse of a glow out of the corner of your eye. Can I glance at that direction and determine if it's magic and if so, what type using Arcana? Sure can. Just a 12. <laughs> Much a weaker role, but better bonus. <laughs> you are pretty sure that the frogman is using the feather as a spell casting focus, and he is casting a spell. Uh, Elias looks at the feather with a bit of a, a sort of curious anticipation. It's like, ooh, this might be magic. You know, that's what he's saying in his head. He's not saying that out loud, naturally, but he's sort of thinking, ooh, this is magic. I rarely get to mm-hmm. see this like this. Anybody else want to say anything? Can I talk to animals with the frog? 
you get the feeling that the frog, since it is a sapient, intelligent creature, like so, Violet is part horse, so you could you could commune with that part of it. But this is basically a man. Okay. Okay. I just I'm just gonna I'm gonna be straight with you guys. It's called a bullywug. Oh yes 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 yes. B u l l y w u g bullywug. Is that correct? Close enough. Bullywug. Yeah. It's a like it's a sapient frog man. Okay. Okay. So he speaks like a fancy frog language. He does. He speaks, in fact, Bullywug. Good for him. (laughs) How many times can we get you to say Bullywug? You got uh, four minutes left. (laughs) Violet says rainbows, but just in her sleep. Poor Violet. I'm okay. I'm okay shuffling slightly away from the Bullywug. Okay. He doesn't seem to be paying you mind. He seems very intent on this feather. Mm -hmm. Lavinia or Elias? I think Vinny's just going to chill and not say anything else that could give her away. Yeah, Elise is going to be glancing at the Bullywog and the Feather, but otherwise, uh, Bullywog, and uh, otherwise is not going to do anything to stop it. As you guys just kind of chill, sitting and waiting, uh, the Goblin and the Dragon Pirate come up from below deck. They seem pleased at whatever they were doing down there. And Dr. Sherry turns to you, Lavinia, and says, Oh, oh my God, I know where I know you from. <laughs> No, you don't. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> she says, you're that, you're that girl that I killed in the village. Oh, shit. See, ah! see, it was good that I stabbed her with my horn. She leans in and puts a hand on your face and says, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I love you, Dr. Sherry. <laughs> Before you can respond, uh, there's a brilliant flash of light from the feather the Bullywug is holding that envelops all of you attached to this chain. The Bullywug grabs the two gnomes chained to him as well, tosses them overboard, and jumps after. Wait, what just happened to me? Uh, you were like the centrifuge of this. So you were, you were like dragged over, but your heaviness is like a counterweight. So now, right now, there is a Bullywug and two gnomes dangling over free space attached to a chain with Violet in the middle, and then the rest of the party on deck. You all are slightly glowing um, from the magic that exploded. Little help. Uh. You gain consciousness as you are slammed into the railing. Okay, like, I'm, so I am I dangling over the edge? You're, like, on the railing. Okay, I, I try not to fall. Are my chains glowing? Uh, your chains are glowing, and you have a slight glow around you bodily. Okay, well, I'm like, you know, maybe this bullywug knows what's going on. I'm going mm-hmm. over the edge. Drop jumps over the edge of the glitter gold nine. Um. Uh. uh okay, I, I think I actually know. I think I might actually know what was casted as a spell. Can I roll a way to confirm what spell might have been cast? I think I know for a fact, Sketch, that out of character, you are certain. So, want to just dispense with it and jump over that railing, my dude? Uh. Yeah, he basically takes Lavinia's hand and says, well, that's enough pleasantries. I think it's time for us to take our leave. And he sort of moves and pulls Lavinia with him and just jumps off the edge of the railing, like, without any fear. As I'm going over the railing, I'm going to wave and say, bye, Dr. Sherry, I forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) Super nice. Um, What does uh, Violet see over the edge? Like, what is she looking at? Well, you were only on the edge for a second because you were jolted awake when you slam into the railing. Okay. And then every other party character jumps over and you are all chained. You were chained to them. They pulled me in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get a moment to see blue sky in all directions. And then you were yanked off of the airship and you are tumbling 10,000 feet down 
You have never fallen to your death before. It seems a lot more pleasant than you expected. Could this be... Could this be Featherfall? Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of June 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Ingmar Gremin, The Church of Gorfanax, Finch de Jong, Kirsten Haslinger, King Waza, James Bevan, Allison Ansel, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Sarah Hanley, Neil, Melissa Booker, Keith Snyder, Esther, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badger Release, Zenith Will Rule, Exley, Gary Sion, Dash on the Rage Monster, Carl, Harrison Andrew, Jade, Tarka, Jorit, Viger Arnston, Anna Stuhlfarer, Dylan, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, and August Rue. Our theme song is Thunderstruck, an overclocked remix arrangement of Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda. You can support the show by subscribing to us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, or YouTube. If you'd like to help more directly, you can find me at patreon.com slash austin yorsky and you can find leon at patreon.com slash renegade cut